Welcome to the Facts Podcast by the Rock Christian Church, where basically what we're going to be talking about is just finding out once you're saved, what happens next and what goes on next. Um, I'm Minister Grayson, and here I have with me uh, my pastor. Uh, she's a wonderful woman of God who basically has taught me everything I know about being saved. Um, I'm an awesome Christian. Um, I'm a great Christian. I think she can attest that I'm a great Christian and that um, I'm almost like Jesus. Can you say that? Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just wanted to I just wanted to know if that was true or not. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, but you're getting so, there. I'm getting there. I'm okay. getting there. I'm trying. That's right. I'm trying. Yes. I'm with past. I'm sorry. Apostle Coletta L. Jones of the Rock Christian Church, uh, 4025 9th Street, Southeast D.C. And uh, um Give us a little bit of a background about the church. Oh, okay. Well, the church was originally um, began with my father, Bishop Raymond Jones, and we were in Northwest DC for about 50 years. And in 1997, um, my father exchanged hands with my husband and myself, who works along with me, uh, Pastor Ronald Jones, and um, we started in Northwest, and then I guess after being there maybe about um, seven, eight years, he reassigned us to Southeast D.C., and we've been in Southeast now uh, about 11 years. Uh, we find that it's a great uh, feel for um, evangelism, working with people and my primary interest is that people really know uh, what salvation is. I came up in church. I, I um, say so many times my mother was Bernetta Jones, my father was Raymond Jones and um, even after I was conceived my mother carried me um, playing the piano and singing mm. and my father was a digging so I was raised up in church so you know church backwards and forwards you name it I know it <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, and and coming up in church um, discovering the hurts the disappointments um, my life just began to take on a different perspective and I, and I really believe that that was the way that God really wanted to enlighten me and um, I got saved at 18 and I was called into ministry about 20 I was about 26 27 uh, I worked hand in hand with my father and so for 32 years I, I was with him I worked with him in various places but pastoring was never one of those things mm -hmm. that I aspired to be mm -hmm. wanted to be ever thought I would be <laughs> um, at that time I had two brothers uh, who were in ministry mm -hmm. uh, one was a musician James Jones mm -hmm. and the other one was a musician as well but he was a dynamite teacher uh -huh. Raymond Jones 
Um, and I thought that if anybody was going to be a pastor, it, was one it would be the brothers. And definitely, that was not my aspiration. I never just, I never thought that was where I was going. Mm -hmm. But I had, a, I began to have a lot of questions, things I could not, uh, in my mind, and, and even more so today, I, I just feel like the organized church, we have not laid it out so people understand what all of this is about getting up on Sunday morning getting dressed coming to church yep. hearing a message saying amen singing on the choir but my life and my decisions and the outcomes of my life and the consequences of my life are not changing and the fact is I really don't know that it's supposed to be any other way because most of the time, my worship is in a level of emotion. So okay. when I come in, mm -hmm. I, you know, the choir is great. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and we're just all having a great time mm -hmm. for those two or three hours. You, you can almost equate it to somebody that, that hangs out at a club. You, you know, you, yep. you, all, you worked all week and, mm -hmm. you know, you've you just gone through all stuff. And then here right. comes Saturday night. You know, man, I need to, you know, I need to let my hair down. I need to get, get with it. I need to get my shout on yes. real quick. Yes, and so I'm, <laughs> I'm in the club, you know, I need a little extra stuff to help right. me now. Right, uh, -huh. uh But I'm feeling great when mm -hmm. I come out. And mm -hmm. I mean, I have had a wonderful time. I've danced till I'm wet. I'm just, great time. But then come the next day or Monday morning, my life has not changed. So, I just got rid of it for a couple of hours. So in a way, it almost becomes like a drug. It's like Sunday is the drug that gives you your fix throughout the whole week. Right. So that you can get to the next fix and then you can be like, oh, I got to do it all over right. again. I got it. And I, I really no one has told me that there's anything else. This mm. is what I think church is about, because right. we're either talking about the, the, the preachers that come that we hear we know their names and we're, we're standing in line and mm -hmm. we'll wait for them to come. And mm -hmm. every year they come and they have a word and, and it's a great word. And mm -hmm. I carry my Bible, but I'm still lying. I'm mad. I'm angry. I cuss. Yep. I fuss. I lie. I cheat. Mm -hmm. And then I get up on Sunday. I change my clothes i put and on different get, clothes and i get myself all dressed and you up and change the face too, yes you and got, then i go in and it's hallelujah praise the lord and so and then you gotta have that stank face too oh, yeah. you know that that oh uh, mm -hmm. uh, oh yeah you gotta uh, have the jerk oh yeah and yeah, you gotta wave absolutely. your hand yes and absolutely. you gotta do all yep. this stuff i mean if you're not yep. doing that you're not in it yeah particularly yeah. pentecostal um our emotional churches now mm -hmm. the catholics go in mm -hmm. and they have worship, however you do it. Right. But whatever life we're living, I, I believe that God has so much more for us. So what happened was I, I started, I, I, I came up in a charismatic church. So when I came along, which was some time ago, um, you were classified as being uh, holy. It, it was what you didn't do. So if you didn't gotcha. wear makeup, gotcha. uh, if you didn't, it's um, list. You yeah, check your off pants the list. and, uh -huh. you know, there was a whole list. So as long as you did this and as you just got through saying you had to write Jake uh -huh. and you were your, and every now you were, oh, could it be a And you had all that in place. Yeah. You were good to go, as they say. But still, 
your yeah. life was not the life that God ordained. And I didn't, I, I just, I, I questioned a lot of things. I, I would question why is it that we could shout together, but after service, we didn't love each other. We, we were gossipers. We, we were, yeah, we yeah, mad yeah. or or I talked about you and you talked about me. I was in my group, you were in your group. Mm -hmm. And um, we, we, we measured each other's church by how many people we had and who we had coming right. to the church and who was the pastor of Popularity the church. Popularity contest. Yes, the, and, yeah, and yeah. so, but still, I, I, just, I just knew in my heart there had to be, there had to be more. Yeah. And then, um, one day in prayer, um, God said to me, I'm, I'm going to let you out. And, mm. and I didn't really understand the prison I was in until he prison. let me yeah. Yeah. out. Yeah. I didn't really, I, I didn't understand yeah. it. I, um, I was um, he's sitting in the desk one day and he said, okay, it's time for you to go to college. Mm. And I was 40 something. I had four children, a husband a house but he says wow. okay now i want you to go to college i went to morgan state i would get up and drive an hour to school and an hour back home because i lived right over the district line and um, but i didn't know why i went to school but when i went to school and i saw people from i took philosophy that was my major okay and I had a Baptist preacher who was my primary teacher. Okay. And in that class was a lot of people, a lot of ministers from various churches in Baltimore in the district. Mm -hmm. One thing I, I, I gleaned from my class was that they didn't dress like me, they didn't talk like me. We might not have believed the same thing, but these people love God. And I realized that it wasn't in their dress. It wasn't what you didn't have on. It wasn't what you had on. Mm -hmm. It was the spirit that was in your heart. And so mm -hmm. at that point, it took me into another level. It made me understand some things mm -hmm. that I did not understand. And I began to see God's people different. And I didn't see them uh, according to the label that they had on the outside door. And now, expound on that a little bit. When you say the label mm -hmm. on the outside of the door, like you're talking about as far as what? Ladies and gentlemen, that's, that's, that's Jesus calling. We say. You asked me, was anybody going to call? <laughs> don't, 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 if you don't answer it, he'll have to call me back. He might call right back, but he'll call Okay. Me. But I'm sorry. That's okay. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Okay. Hey, this is Gorilla Podcast. This this is what we do. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Southeast DC. We getting it in. Okay. All right. There we go. Okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. But when when you say that label, that the label of whatever, it, of what you come in with, like, uh -huh. because... I was that person that came into church. You know, I was Catholic. I came into church, and when I came into church, I was more so kind of scared of 
what people were going to say about me because mm -hmm. I didn't understand the lingo. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And, and mm -hmm. I'm a big dude. And if I shouted and fell out, mm -hmm. wasn't nobody really going to pick me up because all the deacons so. was a little small. Mm -hmm. um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it was just, just seeing things like that. Mm -hmm. It kind of made me, the initial was kind of like a turn off a little bit mm -hmm. because I had the hunger for God, mm -hmm. but I didn't know what it was to be saved or mm -hmm. why I needed to be saved mm -hmm. or what saved even meant. Because mm -hmm. when I saw saved, mm -hmm. oh my God, people were like, you know, mm -hmm. they were acting totally different than me, mm -hmm. but I felt like I needed to act like that in order to see Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, is that the truth or is that, you know, mm -hmm. what is that? I saw a movie the other night, um, Carlton Pearson mm, mm -hmm. um, had done this movie. I actually didn't know he had mm -hmm. done a movie. Yep. And um, I don't know if people are aware of the fact that he came into a, a, a new revelation. Mm -hmm. And um, n n his revelation, I don't, I don't want to get into it because <clears> I don't, <throat> first I don't want to confuse people with what I believe. However, what I saw was how he approached people initially about, about getting saved. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I, I want to give you, when I say denomination, I want to give you an example. Okay. After I, I, the Lord began to deal with me and said he was going to let me out of prison, I was one of those persons. I didn't wear makeup. I didn't wear uh, polish. I didn't, I had to wear stockings. I didn't wear my feet out. You had to have hat on your head. You know, this, this is what we were were wow. told and many times that was the topic of the subject you know that mm -hmm. was the that was the message Grayson I'm sorry I got to cut that off mm -hmm. I got I got I got to get All right that. hey we're going to take a break real quick and we'll be right back Hi He didn't call me so something must be going on okay. Hand me that phone please all right, we back, we back, we back, and Pastor, where you was, uh, where you left off at? Okay. You were talking about um, where you were and how mm -hmm. you know you were taught to dress a certain way right. and things like right. that. Right. And, and and sent to hell if you didn't, you know, <laughs> if, you, if you didn't, if you didn't wear what they thought was appropriate. And I and, and I came to realize that older preachers like my father and ministers of a certain era. They felt that if you stripped outside, that mm -hmm. the stripping of the outside would automatically cause you to strip on the inside. Mm. And so what they taught was what they knew. Okay. And they felt like if you did that, that that would be part of your sanctification which is the part where you are set aside. Sanctification in the Bible means set aside for God's use. Okay. So if you looked a certain way mm -hmm. and presented yourself a certain way, then the assumption was that you are naturally that way. Okay. Okay. So to give you an example, during this period of time in my life, and I was I was faithful to God. Mm -hmm. I, I, I loved God from from 18. That's when I accepted him as my savior. August the 27th, 1964. All right. So let me let me ask you the question on that. Mm -hmm. uh, what made you know mm -hmm. that 
you wanted my to be said. My sins were were forgiven. Number one. Um, like, was it a feeling like that night that it happened or that day that it happened? Was it a, a feeling? Did somebody say something? Yes. Did you see Jesus flying to you? No. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see no stars. <laughs> I didn't enter into anything spooky. Because honestly, that's, that's sometimes what how people, they make it feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. It was, a, it, was, it was a youth revival. Okay. Um, the young lady uh, preached a message to young people. Now, remember, young people in my day, Mm-hmm. were not as astute to many of the things that young people are facing today. However, gotcha. we still was in sin. Okay. And whether we were doing what they do now, we did enough. Okay. And so she preached. And in her preaching, the, Bi- the Bible says in Romans, the um, 10th chapter, I guess about the, the 17th verse, somewhere around in there, I might have, not have the exact verse. Sure. It says, how can you hear without a preacher? And mm-hmm. how can he preach unless he's been sent? And what it's saying is faith comes by hearing. I, I, to get to understand the the fact that God lives, I need somebody, and the Bible calls them a preacher to okay. tell me about this living God, mm-hmm. which that night that young lady did, and as she was speaking about the life of a sinner, mm-hmm. the difference from being a Christian and a sinner, I realized that night that I was in fact a sinner and I needed to be saved. Mm. Okay. I came to the altar that night and when I tell this story, it's been 50 some years, I still remember it because like something did happen to my inside. Mm. I, I did, did, something did take place and I, I, it was just a very simple prayer. It wasn't, wasn't a whole lot. It mm-hmm. was just, you know, God, I'm, I'm sorry. Because I realized at that moment that I really had sinned against him. I, did, I, I, I was uh, not doing the things I should do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that sermon made me aware of the fact. Mm-hmm. That there was someone I was going to have to give an account to. Right. And I didn't want to see him the way I was. But she didn't leave me hanging. She didn't say I had to see him the way I was. Mm-hmm. She told me there was a way out. And the way out was to acknowledge that I had sin. That's number one. Number two was to believe that Jesus was the son of God. And as I've gotten older and research and because I'm a, I'm a preacher, but I'm a teacher. Mm-hmm. I like to know the, the, not just ask the question. I want to give people an answer. I want them to come away with saying, you know, not only do I know what I did, I know why I did it. So why is it okay. that Jesus is, <clears throat> is the person that Christianity talks about? The, the, the other ones, if, um, many of the other religions talk about Jesus, but they don't talk about him as the Messiah. Right. They don't talk about him as the son of God. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't talk about the sacrifice that he made. They just kind of label they him just, a prophet. Yeah, yeah, a prophet. He came. Yeah. He was a good man. Right. But they they put Muhammad or um, mm-hmm. someone else that you're to look to. Mm-hmm. And so in every religion, 
there is someone you look to. Mm -hmm. There is someone that you come to put your trust in. Whether it's Muhammad, mm -hmm. whether whether in, in, Buddha. in the Ju Buddha, mm -hmm. the Jewish faith, there's they believe God. They don't believe that Jesus has come. Mm -hmm. So there's always somebody that you are to so look a to. Power. Yes. Yeah. As a Christian, mm -hmm. we don't become a Christian without believing that Jesus is the Son of God. That's not debatable. That's not for me to sit here. If you come and want to debate me, then you don't want it. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. You want to question me? Is he? I don't believe he was alive. It's who's That's right, fine. who's wrong. Yeah. Because even if who, wherever you go and whoever you believe in, you got to believe something, and you're going to believe something that maybe doesn't add up to be one and one is two. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. And that's called faith. Somebody tells you something, you believe it, you act on it. All right. Somebody says, if you do this, this is the reason. That's that's what our life is. If if you do this, you get if you go to work. Right. You'll get paid. Right. And the day you go to work and don't get paid. You ain't going to work no more. Hey, <laughs> or you're going to be looking for a new job. Exactly. All right. Because you're yeah. not about you. You took the you took the employer's word. Right. Right. That if you work 40 hours. You're gonna get he was going to pay you X number of dollars. Right. That is called faith. Mm -hmm. You didn't get paid first and work. You worked mm -hmm. on the premise of what he said. Yep. You believed him, and yet there was no evidence. Because you didn't know what was in his bank account. True. You didn't know if he was going to keep his word. True. But you took him at his word, mm -hmm. and you put the labor in, and as a result, you were rewarded. This is what the Bible says. He says, if I confess or confess can also be acknowledged mm -hmm. that Jesus is the son of God. Now, I have to acknowledge it because this is year 2018. Right. Right. And they're saying Jesus existed 2000 years. And the Bible it's written out. So I have to choose mm -hmm. to believe it. Then it says, if I believe that Jesus is the son of God, and if I believe mm -hmm. that he died for me and that the, the, the cross was based on my sins, believe that thou shall be saved. Believe that. Now, the night I got down, and I asked him to forgive me. And I was quoted that scripture and I believed that scripture. Mm -hmm. Then I was still crying, but somebody walked up behind me and said, if you believe it, then thank him. And that's what I did. I started saying thank you. And the more I said thank you, the more real it became to me. It was like you was even acknowledging him in your thank you. Right. And it was just the fact that you can't say thank you to nothing. You said thank you because you believed. Right. And so it all came together and once you said it thank did. you. It, 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 was a, it became a reality. Yep. It wasn't that I, I was doing it for some church member. Mm -hmm. I was doing it for the church. Right. It, I, I tuned everybody out. Mm. And then it became a reality. 
Now, one other thing that happened to me that doesn't happen a lot in our in our society today. Mm -hmm. uh, after I I accepted Christ as my Savior, I came to Bible study for one entire year, every day. So let me backtrack. So every day, Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday, you came to Bible study? In the afternoon, in the evening. In the afternoon and in the evening. That's right. And someone reinforced. I, I, I just pray that we don't go back to that because, I mean, we got stuff to, anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> <laughs> someone reinforced my belief. Mm -hmm. It was then not just based on feeling. Mm. It was based on fact that I took as fact. Okay. 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 Now, years later, as I began to teach, as I began to preach, then what the Lord said to me was that when we, be, when we come in, ask him to forgive us, mm -hmm. believe that he has, accept this wonderful gift. Uh, if, if anybody's re listening to me, you can go to Romans 6, 23. And it says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. And so salvation is a gift. It is something that Jesus himself prepared for us. And to get it, we must believe. So, but then he said to me, the only thing we know how to do, the only thing we know mm -hmm. to do before we take on this salvation Mm -hmm. is sinning. You might not, I might not have done what you've done. You might not have done what I've done, but we've all done some things and that's all we know to do. I curse, I swear, I, you know, I, I get mad. I hate folk. I won't forgive folk. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> I'm an alcoholic. I want to kill somebody. Maybe I've killed somebody. That's all I know. Mm -hmm. It's almost like if I, ch whatever profession mm -hmm. that many of the listeners are listening to right now, you've decided to go into. You didn't wake up one morning and just do it. You have to have training, mm -hmm. right? There's some effort, there's some practice into it. You've got to get some knowledge. Mm -hmm. Before you can do the practice, you've got to know what you're supposed to what practice. Doing, right? Okay. All right? Mm -hmm. Now, the, the, the thing that, that all, I, I would always hear people say, well, you know, the white man wrote the Bible. Yeah. You yeah. know, they said that mm -hmm. the white man wrote the Bible because he wanted oh, we to keep, were, the, keep us slaves. Yeah, and, we were brought here yeah, and, then they and shoved, he wrote, he wrote the Bible. It's their religion. Yes. And, okay. Yeah. Isn't it ironic that whatever profession, whatever vocation you decide you want to do in life, mm -hmm. you never go into the class and question the book. Mm, bars. Okay. All right. Okay. You are assuming that the person that wrote the book knew what they were doing mm. and put the information in there so it could change your mindset mm -hmm. and cause you to take on that same job, same vocation. If you weren't, weren't, even if, just say you weren't a cook and you decided to be a cook. Mm -hmm. You look at the picture, the, the picture looks beautiful. Mm -hmm. You don't ever say, 
I don't know if this is going to work. You try it. Yeah. You take the author's word for it. The Bible is the book that teaches us how to be a Christian. Mm. And the day that the, that the Lord spoke that to me, mm -hmm. it was a revelation. He said, if you tell them, that book teaches us how to love our enemies. Mm. It teaches us that God will help me love my enemies. It teaches me how to handle my money. It teaches me how to love my wife. Mm -hmm. It teaches my wife how to be the mother to my children. It teaches me not to go to bed angry. Mm -hmm. It teaches me to love, not just out of mouth, but it teaches me what godly love is. It's, it's patience and it's kindness and it's not being rude. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's long suffering, it, it's patient, it's endurance. So he doesn't just say, okay, Brother Grayson, I want you to love. And you say, right. well, I thought I was loving. Right. <laughs> All right. I thought I was a good lover. Right, right. All right? right. And he said, that Bible teaches you there is the kind of love you do without me. Mm -hmm. And then there's the kind of love you do with me. Now, let me ask you this question, because it, it gets to a point where, you know, the way that the youth is now and the way that, that you know, you out here and the the main thing that you worried about is securing the bag and securing the bag means getting money okay. you know mm -hmm. you you everything in life costs money mm -hmm. and so it society itself is so money driven and it's so it's that's that's what you're you're even trained in school to go get a job so that you can make money so that you can so it's kind of like you're pushed that that's happiness mm -hmm. and so a lot of times people do stuff that just to get money, they did things that they regretted. They mm -hmm. did things that, you know, um, they might have stripped, they might have sold drugs, they might have did, they might have did a whole bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. And with those things comes a lot of grief, a mm -hmm. lot of guilt, a lot of things. And even though you may be doing it, you don't feel good doing it because mm -hmm. you know it's not right, but you don't know why mm -hmm. you think that it's not right. Mm -hmm. And so when somebody offers everything that you just said, mm -hmm. it feels like it's too good to be true. Mm -hmm. It feels like it's it's too, you know, like you've done, like you've been a scumbag. Like mm -hmm. you feel like I've been the worst person in the world. Mm -hmm. So how now do I accept God's love like this? Because I just, I honestly feel like I've done too much. Mm -hmm. I've, I've done way this too much. No I might have killed somebody. Mm -hmm. I might have. Mm -hmm. How? How does that work? Hebrews 11, yes, and 6 says, first, first thing that anybody that comes to God must do, you must believe that there is a God. Mm. If, you, if you don't, and, I, and, I, and let me just say, organized religion has not been a very good example of what it is to be a child of God. We, we, we've, we've said things that we thought were right. I'm going to assume that we thought was right. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we say that 
you know, if you serve God, you're always blessed. And so we made the blessing seem like it was always financial. Right. Right. Um, we made it. We made it seem like You'll the blessing. Yeah, you're gonna get that car. You're gonna get that, car, gonna get that house, mm -hmm. and so. And then we made you think that if you weren't getting it, you didn't trust God. Mm. So you came into the kingdom thinking that being a child of God meant you lived in a certain place, you drove a certain car, mm -hmm. and when all of that didn't materialize. And the unfortunate thing, again, is organized religion has very much disappointed you because that's been the message. Mm -hmm. That's that's what we we even stand up and we say, you know, God is able and he is. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. He wants to do things for us. But there might come a time you don't have money. There might come a time things don't work out the way you want. Mm -hmm. You gotta know who God is, and He is beyond. You know, He, he tells us in Matthew 6, 20, 33, mm -hmm. He says, seek first the kingdom. Now, if you read that, and I know some of you might say, well, I, I read the King James Version. I'm saying, get a Bible you can understand. Talk about it. Okay. No, you don't need the vows, the these. You need a Bible that you can read it and it makes sense. Because so the only King James I know is LeBron. Okay, well, I don't even know him. <laughs> so you need something that you can thoroughly understand. Mm -hmm. All right. And so when he says, I want you to make me first. I, I want you to come and learn me. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm a, you know, the, the most um, exciting part for me as a pastor is to tell the membership if you pray, God will answer you. And they take me at my word mm -hmm. because, yeah, God will answer me, but I'm not sure. But but I say, if you pray, he will do this. You, you don't pray no, no, you know, hour long prayer. You just pray something very simple. Right. God, I need you to do this. And he does it. And the point is, he's trying to get you to see I'm here. So he says in that scripture, if you make me first, and I am not just talking about showing up for revival. I'm not talking about singing in the choir. I'm not talking about ushering. Mm -hmm. If you do those things in your church, well and good. But that doesn't mean you're right because you do those things. Right. And that doesn't mean he's first because you do those things. Mm -hmm. He wants to be first daily. I was reading a scripture last night and I thought it was very good and I bet I can't find it now because I want to find it. <laughs> but it said this about repentance and for years and years I taught that repentance meant that I was making a 180 degree turn. Right. In fact, I, I taught it that way. Right. And then as I begin to I just want to put a note into that, because what ends up happening is that as soon as you kind of get that lie, when you do mess up, you feel like I, mean, I knew I wasn't saying. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. That, and that's, that's 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 the natural. Yeah. OK. Absolutely. I'm, I mean, because we we have hammered into you mm -hmm. that you've got to be perfect. Mm -hmm. All right? right. But here's repentance. If you don't get anything else, number one, what is sin? 
Sin means that things, everything in my life is about me. Mm. That's why my children are secondary. That's why my friends are secondary. Sometimes even me is secondary. You know, I've got mm -hmm. a drug problem mm -hmm. and I, I, it's killing me. Mm -hmm. But because I want the satisfaction of what that can give to me, mm -hmm. even though I know it's not good for me. Right. But the feeling that it has given me mm -hmm. is killing me. But I want the feeling. Yeah. So sin can be defined as our selfish desires. And so we live in a world where I'm married, but it's me first. Mm. All right. Every day we're bombarded with our TVs. It's about me. Yep. It's about. And every now and then somebody will kick in a story of somebody that did something from somebody else. It's not a normal thing for us to see people sacrifice for somebody else. Right. It is normal for me to talk about what makes me happy. And if you ever put somebody else ahead of you, you're playing yourself. Right. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. you're crazy. Yep. All right. Yep. They get over on you. Yes. Yeah. You know, they mm -hmm. they taking advantage of you. Right. Because our mentality is it's about us. Mm -hmm. So that's that's how you classify sin. That's how Satan got in trouble with God. He decided I'm better than God. Mm. And now God's going to get up off his throne. Mm. And I, I'm so I'm so listen here for all you folk that don't think Satan talks. He was oh. such a good talker. Mm -hmm. He talked one third of the angels into having a warfare with God. And mm -hmm. it is in the Bible, but you don't need me to go into it right now, where, where God kicked him and all of them out. Mm -hmm. All right? So when we understand sin is a selfish thing. And just as a side note, you got to watch who you're listening to. True. You got to watch who, right. you got to watch who's influencing your life. Yes. Because, yeah. All right. And so, let's, out of so again, when we go to church, See? we want the messages that about how I'm going to get ahead. Yep. Not not about who I'm going to win for Christ. Absolutely. Not about praying, praying, praying and understanding that all that you see on these TVs and telling you about what's happening in our communities. Mm -hmm. If you're not out there walking and finding out what's out there, you're being hoodwinked yep. to believe that everybody, every every man that looks like us mm -hmm. is a thief. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so you're also made to believe that the folk that don't look like us are not as bad as us. Mm-hmm. May I tell anybody and everybody today, sin is sin. Sin is 100%. sin. 100%. That's the good part that you can say. I might say you killed somebody, you're horrible. And you might say I took somebody's husband, I'm not as bad. In the sight of God, both of them will send you to a place you really don't want to go. So let's look at what repentance is. All right. Repentance is just changing the way I think about something by accepting the way God thinks about the same thing. So I might think it's okay to be mad with you. And mm -hmm. that's how I've conducted my life. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. But when I find out that the Bible 
is totally against me being angry with someone or even allowing that day to end mm -hmm. and not have gotten that thing straight. And sometimes getting something straight is not the person admitting that they're wrong. Mm -hmm. Sometimes getting it straight is you admitting I have done nothing, but I'm still going to say I'm sorry. Shout out to being married. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I've done a thing. At least in my eyes, I haven't done anything. Right. So, all right. But, but then I, okay, but you can't repent for what you don't know. Right. So when you get a preaching sermon, mm -hmm. and that's to anybody, that's the reason why our Bible studies, we don't go because we don't think we need it. I got my emotional high on Sunday morning. Oh, yeah, I'm oh, good to no, go. I'm, Hey, I don't That'll need, carry me through you know, the week. Right. I don't need to come, come into Bible study and, mm -hmm. and begin to learn mm -hmm. what it is to be a Christian and how I'm supposed to act and what does love really mean. And they, they tell me that God is love. So what does that I'm least long as I get my fix on Sunday morning, mm -hmm. I'm good to go. Yep. All right. Repentance yep. is not behavior change. Behavioral change is the fruit of repentance. All right, break that down real quick for me. The Bible says a liar will not tarry in my sight. Now, what does tarry mean? It means that when I get before God, if I was a professional liar, mm -hmm. he ain't even going to take time with me. Okay. It's over. Okay. Okay? Okay. Um, it's, he also says in um, John eight forty four that the, the devil is a liar. He's the father of lies. There is no truth in him. He also says in John that if we say tell people we're a Christian and we are not living like a Christian, mm -hmm. we are a liar. So lying is not always what you say. It's what you do. Now, I come into the house of God and I find out that if I never shout, mm -hmm. never sing on the choir, <laughs> You know, never do those things. But I come in and I might just learn one thing and I, I do that one thing. Mm -hmm. All right. I've repented because my mind has been transformed. I no longer think it's all right okay. to be mad with you. Okay. I understood from the teaching or even in a sermon, I grasped. That that's not the way God wants me to walk in being mad and being angry, even being angry with people that I don't even know why I'm angry with. Mm -hmm. I understand that that's not God's way for me. I begin to ask God to forgive me mm -hmm. because I I'm repenting now. I, I know what his will is. Right. All right. I know that love suffers long. I know that love is kind. I know that love does not take into account the number of times it's been done wrong. Mm -hmm. I know that I'm supposed to forgive people 70 times seven in one day. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm, and I'm making a real effort mm -hmm. to obey that. And as I obey it, what happens is through the repentance of my thinking, mm -hmm. my actions follow. Now, what happens if you do and you begin that forgiveness? Because I, I hear a lot of people, they'll, they'll do this. They'll say, you know, God, um, 
I just can't forgive this person because what they did hurt me so much. And I know all that 70 times, 77 times seven. I, I get all that. But at the end of the day, I just got, got he's still working on me. Okay. You know, like they'll, yeah. they'll kind of and that, go and that So that's route. an excuse. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. God doesn't mind me telling him I can't do this. He doesn't even mind me telling him I don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. There are so many blessings in my life that I've received because my, my uh, approach to God was, I know this is what I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And really deep down inside, I don't want to do this. But if you'll help me, because I want to do it, because you said do it. Mm. Those have been the times in my life that I've gotten the greatest blessing. You know that person that you seem like you can't forget and every time you get around them, your heart's going like this? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I pray that prayer and I get around the individual and I'm still feeling that, all mm. right? Then I go back to God, I say, it ain't gone. It ain't gone and, and I need some more help. And I go back to the person again and I feel all over and again. And then I say, okay, okay, I go back and I go, and I keep going back until the time I come to the person mm. and I don't feel it. And then the reality of God. You see, there's no reality of God if all I look for him to do is pay my rent and pay my car now. Exactly. There's no reality to God. Because <laughs> right. you could go out and hit the lotto and, and get enough money to done. do that. Right. <laughs> all right. So there's no reality that, that, that there's God. It's reality when I've been raped. Mm. When, and, and, and it was my father that did it. Mm. And every time I think about him, it, it builds up in me. Mm -hmm. And I know it's no way. Absolutely. First, God, you got to help me to even want to do it. Mm -hmm. I find that Christians don't pray the truth. Yes. We pray lies. Mm -hmm. We talk lies. Mm -hmm. We and don't you even, live lies. Yes, <laughs> and we live lies. <laughs> we, we don't. I, I, if, if I don't want to do it, but I know he said do it, then that's what I've got to say. You told me to do it. Right now, I ain't feeling it. Mm. We did a prayer campaign um, this year earlier this year and the one thing that came out of that campaign to me was and it really stuck with me that God wants me to pray to him about everything that bothers me mm. and so I've learned to start praying when I go to the grocery store I've learned to start praying about frustrations of the day I've learned to, to call out if I'm getting ready to uh, buy furniture or if I'm going to, to, to uh, the Amish market and I'm mm -hmm. going to, you know, God, I need you to govern me and I need you to help me so I just don't waste, buy and waste. And, and I'm seeing him really changing some things in my life. We need to pray the truth. If I hate you, I hate you. And I don't need to be getting up. That that was the one thing I saw with Christians. I, I, I just couldn't get over the, the shouting we would do and then the things we would do to hurt each other. Mm. And, and we'd sit up under the word and tell the preacher, preach. And we ain't bit more hear what he said. Because one thing I know as a pastor, 95% of the stuff I say, you don't, you don't remember. You're going to walk out, you're going to forget. Totally. <laughs> All right. So that's why teaching is more relevant to me. Mm -hmm. that that then you get good. yes and that you get a scripture if it's nothing but one line you walk away with something so when the temptation come 
your mind can go to the way God thinks. Gotcha. And then I can walk in it. See, on that note, I got to stop you right there. Our time is up. All right. If y'all love this, catch us next week. All right? Because we're going to be coming with it every single week until everybody get it. All right? So this is the Facts Podcast. Uh, we love you. And yes. uh, we pray that you have just an awesome and blessed week. And um, God bless everybody. All right? We out. <laughs>